Hi, I'm Adrian, and this is the podcast I'm Also, where I talk to people with multiple careers, pursuits, and interests. I'm out of the studio today and in the Coromandel, specifically beautiful Hahei. I'm recording this at the Hahei Holiday Resort. Cathedral Cove is just around the corner, and nearby is Hotwater Beach. My guest for this episode is local business owner Hayden Smith. Hayden is the co-owner of Cathedral Cove Water Taxi. I'm also a podcast from Wuma Media. G'day Hayden. Hi Adrian, how you going? Good thanks. Right, so first up, I was on your water taxi last year. How, how did you get started in the business? We sort of fell into the business to be honest. I was talking to um, the original owner just at the boat ramp one day um, when I was doing my previous job and um, he sort of mentioned that he might be interested in selling up. He was kind of getting to the end of his tenure he thought um, and he'd kind of got the business off the ground, run it for a couple of years and said to him he might be interested and one thing led to another and before we knew it we <laughs> had a tourism business. How l- so how long have you been running it then? This is our fifth year this year. Yeah. Yep. Has it gone as you sort of thought it would, as a tourist owner, business owner? Yeah, yeah, it has, yeah. It's possibly been more uh, more physically draining than we expected, but um, it's been certainly rewarding financially and emotionally. So, um, yeah, we're, we're stoked. We're stoked. I guess just to say where you, where you actually uh, travel from or run the business from? Um, we Our core business is from Hahei to Cathedral Cove um, here in the Coromandel, so <clears throat> that, that kind of makes up the, um, the, the, the the bulk of our business. We do do um, other stuff, private chartery type stuff, but it, it's uh, not quite as common as just the day-to-day running of the business, which we can only do when the weather permits, and uh, it could be a fine sunny day, but the sea would be really big and rough, so we can't run. So we kind of do need a mixture of nice flat sea conditions and a sunny day. And it's not a long trip, is it? No, just a couple of minutes. Um, we sort of go back and forth about every 20 to 30 minutes, depending on how busy it is. Yeah, it becomes a bit of a yo-yo affair on busy days, but yeah, we just try and get people back and forth as quickly as we can. And when, when, what's, what's your busy season? The typical Kiwi holidays are probably our most busy time, so Labor Weekend, Christmas from about the 26th, 27th through to usually about Waitangi first weekend in um, February and then again at Easter but all through January we're pretty busy and um, yeah we get well supported by Kiwis and with the exception of COVID this year during sort of November, December and then March and April we're also pretty steady but yeah no, no complaints we're still we're still doing fine this year. Um, and traditionally do you mainly have is it more tourists from overseas in the past? Yeah, would be would be more tourists than um, than Kiwis for sure. But having said that, we um, we're getting well supported by Kiwis this year. Obviously, with travel restrictions and stuff in place, they're um, they're coming here to the Coromandel, which is always a popular place for people to go anyway. But I think um, people are pretty keen to get out and about at the moment, and it's it's good for us. Yeah. So do you think it'll be just as busy this year, just sort of with just locals this year, as opposed to tourists? Uh, I wouldn't say just as busy, but I certainly think that um, if we get good weather over January, February, we'll, we'll have nothing to complain about um, when we get to the end of the season. I mean, we're down sort of 70 to 80% at the moment, but hopefully with a bit of good weather over January, we'll, we'll claw some of that back. Is that similar for other businesses in the area? Um, I couldn't couldn't really um, speculate on um, percentages, but I, I, the general feeling is that yeah, it's pretty quiet um, during the weeks here, and um, 
yeah, it's just that time where you're usually just sort of getting your head down and chipping away rather than just being flat out busy over January and, and that. Um, you like to sort of just chip away at this time of year in the shoulder season, but um, maybe there's not quite so much of that going on, but definitely don't feel like it's all doom and gloom and um, maybe not as bad as some, some of what you're hearing in the media, but, yeah, everyone's down a little bit, but it's a good place to live, so, yeah. No, yeah it's a great spot. What else do you do when you're not running the, the taxi business? Well, we, oh, all sorts of men, me and my partner Katie, who's the co-owner of the business, we're really into the outdoors, and um, so we try and get into as much kind of extracurricular stuff as we can. We're keen surfers and hunting, and, you know, we've got a, got a dog that we like, you know, hanging out with. So, um, yeah, lots of awesome friends in the area and um, all sorts of do. There's just so much spearfishing and surfing probably makes up the bulk of the stuff around here and a bit of hunting when we can and walking in the bush, whatever, really. And what about over the winter period? Um, yeah, more of the same. So, <laughs> so Katie's actually a speech language therapist. So she um, she works as a speechy throughout the rest of the time, and I sort of handle the the run most of the running of the business. She needs to still add her touch, um, which is uh, valued. And uh, so yeah, she does that throughout the year, and I pick up bits and pieces building work. And for the last sort of four or five years, I've gone over to Western Australia and dive for pearls. And so that kind of gets us through the winter, and then before you know it, you're back at um, back in October and you're ready to get cracking again. How do you dive for pearls? Oh, <laughs> um, you you kind of get towed behind a boat and um, you just pick up Pearl Shell, which is the live oyster basically, and um, the company buys the live oyster off you. And um, yeah, if, if, if you wanted to go down that road, we'd be here for hours, but um, it's it's an awesome job that um, is good for young, young fit, keen guys and, and girls for that matter. And yeah, if you've got a if you've got a good keen keen mindset, then you, you do well over there. It's good fun, great fun. To see some awesome stuff underwater. How, how did you get into that? Through I was a commercial power diver for a little while when I was at university and stuff like that. And the guy who I was working for, Rich Kibblewhite, kind of got me got me a got me a gig over there, so to speak. And um, one thing led to another, and then yeah, had a had an awesome time. Yeah, love it. I might get some specs on your boat. Describe that. What's what's the specs for the boaties? Oh, she's a bit of a bit of a sea pig to be honest. But um, now nah, she's a sort of eight nine meter aluminium cathedral hull is the uh, shape of the hull. So it's more more of a trimarani type type shape. And yeah, sort of eight nine meters and got the ladder that extends beyond that. So when she's all out, it's around about 12, 13 meters long. And yes, yeah, got a Honda 250 power in her along. We um, been pretty loyal to Honda because those outboards have been amazing. We sort of replaced them at about a thousand hours and um, yeah we've had absolutely nothing touch wood go wrong so far in the last sort of five years so provided the maintenance there's a little plug for Honda they've been awesome. What's the process for being able, being able to actually run a business into there? I presume there's lots of paperwork and, and approvals or, is there? or yeah, maybe there isn't I don't know. Yeah there is a little bit of stuff like that it's um it's it's kind of one of those things that's kind of just existed with time now. Like it's, the business is only seven years old, but it kind of got started, and um, all of a sudden it was a thing. And councils kind of, or Department of Conservation's kind of scratched around to make sure that everything's above board. Um, and it's all sweet, and everyone's supportive of it. You know, it's a, it's a service that a lot of people use. And well, I wouldn't say everyone's supportive of it, but um, but the majority are supportive, and they support us. And yeah, it's 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 neat. It's a neat business. It's got good. Um, it's a good way for people with kids and disabilities and whatnot to see Cathedral Cove that wouldn't be able to do the walk normally. What's the best part of the job? 
it's probably the best and worst part to be honest is the people um you meet some really cool characters and um you meet some people you're pretty keen not to see again as well but um that that just goes with the territory working with people but by and large i think that's probably the best part um working outside's also awesome and having a good crew like we've got an awesome 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 crew of local people that work for us and um people that help us out on when we're you know emergency staff type thing that friends will come and give us a hand or whatever the case may be and family and um yeah, I just think being involved in the business generally is um, is exciting for the people that you meet and um, and just the fact you get to work outside and yeah meet people when they're in their in their holiday mode and having a good time. So yeah, it's good. Why is it so popular? I know it's an awesome spot. Does anyone just? Is it... I don't. Uh, I don't think I'll ever have the answer to that question. <laughs> uh, it's something that we've marvelled over for years now. Um, it's extremely popular. There's a lot of Indian tourists and locals that um, go there because of. Um, the fact that films have been certain films have been filmed there and that makes it popular from that respect and Narnia, um, Narnia and oh yeah I forget the names of the rest of them I'm not much of a film buff but having said that yeah I, I just don't know <laughs> but it, it is a neat place but it, it gets you know a lot of pressure yeah. the water's a um, what is it a, marine, a, reserve. marine reserve isn't it yeah mm. is that um, is that helpful for the sort of fish stocks and everything yeah, oh, you can't, um, you can't, definitely can't take away from them. They're awesome, awesome things, and there probably should be more, or there should be more of them. Um, that's sort of my background, marine science and that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm an advocate for marine reserves, provided they're in good places, and and it also just as good does its does its advocacy role as well for people just to see fish um, in the ocean. You, you know, you can't really drive around on a boat or go for a snorkel in many places and have big. 20 pound snapper swim up to you like you can in the reserve there and I mean that's that's a neat experience and it just maybe helps people's awareness and when they see excuse me why there shouldn't be plastic in the ocean or whatever and um, why there shouldn't be this why there shouldn't be that maybe even if that triggers a thought oh yeah maybe if, if we help out those fish at Hahe or whatever you know that, that's all it might take. Where do you go for a holiday? Do you have a holiday or you just stay here? No, 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 we definitely have holidays. Um, we went down south this year because we couldn't go internationally. So, I mean, not that we're full-blown travel addicts, but um, going down south, was it was an awesome, awesome experience and have done it before, both Katie and I, but um, it was neat to do again. And um, favourite holiday places would, would probably be tropical. We like going to Indonesia, to the outer islands there to surf and up to the Pacific to surf and sail and spearfish and whatever the case may be. But, um, yeah, we just, I don't know, just do what, I suppose, what um, outdoor people like to do for a holiday, like going into the bush for a holiday, whatever it is, you know. So no, no plans for an office job? Hell no. <laughs> nah, not a chance of that. Right, I get onto my plug a product. That's when someone gets to promote something. Um, we're just getting a second business up and running, um, and that is down in Tairua, uh, from Tairua to Pawanui. Um, it's a water taxi, more of a traditional um, taxi service um, that people might think of as opposed to this Cathedral Cove one, which is more or less a shuttle from A to B. The um, Tairua Pawanui water taxi, it's going to be called Tairua Water Taxi and Tours, is going to be launched this month. So December 2020, we're hoping to have it up and running by the 19th of December this month, uh, next month, sorry. 
and we're just going to ferry people around Pawanui and Tairua from A, B, C, D, wherever they want to go. And it's basically just going to be for um, the holiday period. And if the demand stays high, we'll keep doing it, you know, because I think the people of Tairua want a little bit more support. They want a few more options, not just Tairua, Pawanui and the waterways people. Um, it's a little bit hard. It's a little bit of a journey, especially if you want to have a few lagers, go into town, have a little wine or a lager, and, um, and you don't want to drive home or get, get a, a traditional taxi, a road taxi home. It's fast, easy and efficient, so um, that's sort of where we're hoping to take that. So yeah, tie to a water taxis and tours, it'll be the it'll be the plug of the day, Adrian. That's, that's good. Is there a website or a Facebook coming along for that? Uh, yeah, there's a Facebook coming along. The branding's in, um, in pen as we speak. Uh, my brother's doing that, Logan, at Sunday Best there down on the Mount. Uh, awesome little family business, they're doing that, Logan and Georgia. And then we'll kind of be going live any, any day. We're just making sure that uh, everything's... Uh, all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, so yeah, happy days. Sweet, I can put that in the details. Yeah. Just on, you got a lot going on now. How is your time management? Have you got any processes to balance everything? Uh, nah, uh, my key is just to get stressed, really, um, and then kind of just deal with it there from at that at that stage. Nah, well, ah, oh, yeah, time management—it's probably something that I could improve. As long as as long as for us, as long as the safety safety stuff is in place and um, the the customers and the staff are happy, for us that's our priority. You know, we really stress safety and we really we love our staff. Okay, and just lastly. Um, lots of people probably, actually since COVID, people are thinking of starting at their own business. Um, you got any tips for starting or running a business? Well, yes, I do, I guess, have tips. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing was a little bit of fear um, about just getting started and making the transition into running it. And we've got local, a lot of friends around here with small businesses. And the biggest, biggest hurdle, I think, is in your head. Uh, you know, you hear these stories of 16-year-olds making a million dollars in six months and that sort of stuff. But most people aren't wired like that. And it's actually quite a big step to... Um, put down a bit of money and go to the bank and get a loan and whatever the case may be or get the support of a family member or a friend but I think just making that first step and, and having the guts to go ahead with it and have a vision is, um, is one thing. A lot of people have ideas but um, actually following through and getting the getting the ball rolling is another thing so yeah just find someone that's done it before. It could be a family member or a friend or something and just say hey mate look what the hell do you do in this situation? Do I need to stress about tax? Do I need to stress about you know getting getting GST registered or something like that and um, actually there's a lot of tips on that online as well the biggest thing is I just reckon have a go you know if, if you've not got too much to lose you know why not why not have a go if that's what you want to do there's some cool opportunities out there and self-employment is uh, has its perks that's for sure yeah that's a good point we'll finish on that Hayden thanks very much for your time thanks Adrian awesome nice to meet you To listen to more episodes, go to imorso.co.nz or subscribe at Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, or there's plenty of other ones as well. All those other big main ones.